But like they don't actually speak English. They just say oops. <laughs> no, all the no, time. The no. only sounds they ever make are oops. <laughs> no, no. Well, <laughs> did things change there? <laughs> what happened? Uh, yeah, it's a. Really... I mean, they also speak other languages there, like uh, bears. <laughs> <laughs> I do speak bears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not bear. The language is called bears. Bears. It can okay. only be spoken when there are a bunch of bears. So it can only be spoken in Maine and in Chicago. <laughs> Shout out. Wow. Perfect. The bears. It's <laughs> a greeting. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 607, How to Bury a Millionaire. Um, oh, is he a millionaire? Uh, I feel like if you can live in a place like the Montana, then probably yes. Whoa. Like, he, like, I mean, these two clearly do very, very well for themselves, and... I didn't think they were millionaire status. I thought there were just hundreds of thousands. The thing is, like, in order to be a millionaire, you only have to have a million. So... Okay. Which is a lot. Okay, wait, hold up. You're telling me that the only thing you need to be a millionaire is to have a million? I'm just saying, like, that's the only requirement, Let and... me just sign right up. <laughs> Didn't know that it was that easy. I'm just saying, like, I feel like the, with the sort of things that they can buy, like, casually, they are absolutely millionaires. I would love to be at a point where I could just not worry about that. Yep. But I don't think my personality would even let me do that. I don't think I could ever relax enough because I'm never, I wasn't raised that way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, you can just buy that without worrying about it. Yeah. I do think there's a point where I could. And I, like, I feel like my personality is just that way. Like, I feel like I have a frugal personality because I love hoarding. It's like I'm one of those people. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll buy this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the fancy we have some lemon curd in the house we do i also have some frozen waffles like you do <laughs> uh-huh. and i keep thinking oh i bet that lemon curd's gonna taste good in those frozen waffles but uh-huh. then i'm like this jar is fancy as heck uh-huh cannot use this lemon curd on just these waffles that are from the toaster you could absolutely use lemon curd on those waffles oh yeah i know but i'm just saying i want to save it for like i want to make like a special cake Uh uh-huh you know Mm -hmm. i just i have trouble i have trouble Uh uh-huh yeah i need to let go i know i know i need more chill it's true (laughs) yeah how to bury a chillionaire that's somebody who has a lot of chill gotcha they have a million chills so the beginning of this episode has the TARDIS going up on the Space Needle. Uh huh. I'm sure it's that's like what it is. It's like flying like by it. Uh huh. Right. Be, like, sneaky. That's definitely what it is, and, and not an elevator. This is a long episode. It's 22 minutes and 14 seconds. Uh huh. So by a long episode, you mean three seconds longer than our established average. Wow, that's a lot of TV time. Uh-huh. Also, I love when you watch a show like Adventure Time or mm-hmm. like whatever, and it's an 11 minute episode that feels like you've been watching TV for an hour. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah. But then 
oh, Game of Thrones got to be all like, you know, an hour, 67 minutes. Yeah, or this week's one is going to be an hour and a half. That's too long. That's a movie. <laughs> I could see Tom Cruise's butt for that. Uh, and more, I guess. Though there hasn't really been any of that, really. Has there? This season on Game of Thrones? Um, What, butts? Yeah. Um, yes, there has. There has been... There, there has I been. I must have closed my eyes during that part because I'm very sensitive. Uh, you did not. I know that you did not. Um, no, I'm very sensitive. We saw Grey Worm's butt. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah, Diane is watching only the last season of Game of Thrones without watching any of the rest of it. So, um, yeah, it's. I don't know who anyone is. Everyone's got the most complicated name, and everyone looks same. How can you tell anyone apart with all the beards? <laughs> Well, for one thing, Grey Worm doesn't have a beard. Don't know who that is. <laughs> and doesn't look like any... Okay, because I'm imagining like an actual worm. <laughs> an actual worm. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Do you oh. not remember when we saw that worm's butt? <laughs> well, it's hard. Sometimes, I, I gotta say, it's hard to tell what the front and the back is. You would think it's so. This is a weird worm. It's, oh. It just looks like a normal worm, except for the very distinct butt. Oh. Uh, do you somehow not remember the scene? You totally watched this scene where there was oh. just a giant gray worm that ha- had a butt for some reason. Okay. Like they stole it from somebody else. <laughs> just like a, like, a butt. <laughs> okay. You know what else doesn't feature butts? Um, Fraser? Yeah. yeah. So here we are. Let's yeah. talk about the writer of this episode yeah. of Frasier. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the writer on this episode is this, actually the same one as the last one. Yes. So this is her second episode. Uh, Lori Kirkland. Well, so IMDb lists her as Lori Kirkland Baker, but at this point she was Lori Kirkland okay. in the credits. So, which I didn't notice last week because uh, I just said Lori Kirkland Baker. So, so only her second episode. So, I, uh, well. Which makes sense because it's like this isn't exactly a to be continued, but it definitely continues the yes. plot from the end of the last one. I love one. that. Yeah. When that actually makes sense. Also, I want to say uh, the title of this episode, How to Bury a Millionaire, reminds me of something BB might do. Because <laughs> one of uh-huh. her husbands, one of her many husbands, yep. her boyfriends. Or... Yep. Well, yeah, remember she tried to marry the like station owner mm-hmm. and like failed? Um, yep. Yep. Ah, uh, BB. All right, so I want to say this episode is nearly perfect to me <laughs> because of all the different locations. It's great locations. Uh huh. No one's walking into a scene. Uh-huh. Everything is fantastic in it. I don't remember I don't know my why criteria it you so much to have because people... it happens in every single episode, and mm-hmm. it's just annoying and feels like forced. Okay. No one walks into a room that much. <laughs> I've never. I walk into a room one time. And then I just stay there. That is adorable that you think that. Um, I want to tell you what it's like whenever I'm like cooking or doing dishes or doing anything <laughs> in the kitchen. Which is that I start doing the thing. Diana is not in the room. So I'll like pop an earbud <laughs> in and start listening to like a podcast or something. I thought you were going to. You said pop an pop in Airbud. i was like yeah, pop in Airbud. just listen to it because like right. it's hard to focus on watching something but i'll right. just listen to it because i love that dialogue right um 
No. <laughs> one of your fave movies. Yeah, I just love it. Uh, no, I'll pop in one of my earbuds and uh-huh. start listening to a podcast. And like three minutes later, you'll walk into a room, talk to me, walk into the room, talk to me for 30 seconds and then leave. And then I'll put the earbud back in because you're gone. Like you've been gone for a while. It's clear you <laughs> okay. are not going to be back in the room. It's clearly not clear. And then I'll then 30 seconds later, you'll walk back into the room, talk to me for like 30 seconds and leave again for five minutes. And okay. the entire time that I'm doing the dishes or, or food or whatever, you are walking into the room the whole time. I, one, I like talking to you. I hate, hey, yeah. Two, we're like the opposing ends of a magnet. <laughs> and I feel this like uh-huh. pool happening and it's uh-huh. very uncomfortable until I'm in the same room as you. Right. But you said you walk into a room and you stay there, but you don't. That's, That's my because po- of the magnet issue. Pulling you in? Yeah. Pulling me into a different room. You'll <laughs> okay. notice that I like being in the same room as you. Uh huh. But for like thirty second spans. Well, yeah. Then I, it feels too close, and <laughs> I feel like trapped. Uh huh. Just too close. You uh-huh. know, like just I need some space, <laughs> and then and then I don't anymore. I like mm-hmm. I'm really snuggly person, like uh-huh. real cuddly, mm-hmm. but only in really small amounts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's why I like cats. Uh, makes sense. You know who doesn't like cats, probably? Who's that? Martin and Fraser, who yeah. are in their car in yeah. Fraser's car right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Martin suggests that they're on a, on their way to like meet uh, Niles mm-hmm. to cheer him up. Yep. And <laughs> Martin suggests going to Franny's Fish and Chips. Yeah. There's no chance either of them is going to want to go to Franny's Fish and Chips. Like nowhere. That's not gonna happen. It doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. that the reason he gives. Yeah. Just, just say I don't want to go there, Dad. Just yeah. say that. Yeah. I just don't. Just no. Thanks. Like, cause the whole cholesterol thing just seems silly. Yeah. Because Mart. Okay. Yeah. Cause he blames it on like raising like cholesterol, mm-hmm. but like Martin's absolutely right. Like the food that they eat all the time, there's tons of like butter and like fat and stuff used in those. I mean, we like, don't know what they're eating. It's also very, it's a gourmet restaurant, so you know those portions are just like a cube <laughs> with a, like two leaves on the side and uh-huh. one asparagus on top. Especially because it's like the late 90s. Like, I feel like that was much more of a thing yeah, in the late I 90s. Yeah, I think it was really fancy, and then it got like a squirt of sauce or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, mmm, that one bite was delicious, and $40. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just not a good reason. If, if you, The answer is just no thanks i don't want that like and niles is definitely not gonna want that i just i just feel like at this point martin's been living with them for so long though i think they totally use cholesterol as a thing all the time because remember in the when they go to the steakhouse Mm -hmm. niles is talking about that too yeah yeah totally yep speaking of things that came up earlier in early speaking of things that came up in earlier episodes uh niles pulls up in a hatchback uh, right next to... Do you have a hatchback? I do. Because, yeah, I have a Honda Fit, which is a hatchback. And I feel like hatchbacks have a very different... Uh, v- people have a different viewpoint about hatchbacks now. Because, like, hatchback is definitely a type of car that I remember on TV people looked down on in the 90s. Like, I remember when I started hearing that word and people, like, looking down on it as if it's Why? bad. Why? I don't know. They just hate having extra room in their car? (laughs) I think the issue... SUVs are huge in the 90s, though. 
this was, I mean, I think before SUVs were becoming super popular is when I was hearing that. No, I think SUVs were really big at this point. I didn't really know many people that had them, but I remember hearing uh, people on TV talking about hatchbacks is all Okey in a doke. negative way. So because like Mar- so Martin sees him pull up and he like he's like sees who Niles pull up, pull up okay. in this hatchback and he's like isn't that Niles and uh, Fraser's like he'd never be seen driving something called a hatchback not true episode uh, season three episode seventeen High Plains Drifter he totally is driving a hatchback because uh, somebody oh, cause hit his car. What? Somebody like dented his car. Oh right. And like when he like He's embarrassed it. about yeah. it. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, I'm driving something called a hatchback. And, like complains about it being named after its okay, worst I feature. Okay, I want to say this writer uh-huh. is good. There yeah, yeah, she is good. I, agree. I really like this writer a lot. I agree. Yes. Because uh, a lot of callbacks. Uh-huh. But I don't know if this is a callback. I think, this I think is it's a, missed, a callback. I think this is missed because Fraser says he would never be seen driven, driving a hatchback. He didn't want to be seen in the other one that's, either. That's true. That's true. So I think it still applies. Uh-huh. So then they, like, call, like, Niles on his car phone. Yeah, because he's, like, speeding away when he realizes yeah. they're there. And then he just pretends that he's, like, driving into, like, his, like, parking garage uh-huh. and this whole thing. Yeah. And he's, like, talking. But then, like, so then he hangs up. And then he, like, Fraser calls back. And then he's, like, I can hear my own horn through yeah. your phone. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty clever way of figuring yeah. it out. Of being, like, I can prove it by doing this thing. And then I'll be able to hear I've my never, horn. Okay. I remember definitely being really embarrassed mm-hmm. by, like, just myself. Where, like, uh-huh. if I'd see my crush, like, in the hallway or something at school, mm-hmm. I would just be like, zoom. <laughs> and, like, uh-huh. I would just go as fast as possible and avoid eye contact. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what I thought would happen. Uh-huh. Like, that I was just releasing some kind of pheromones that was just like, <laughs> I'm really into you. Uh-huh. And I need to whisk myself away from you uh-huh. as quickly as possible because then you will know. Uh-huh. And it will ruin my life. Because... <laughs> If you know that I like you, mm-hmm. nothing good can happen of that. <laughs> yeah, I, that wasn't true. It wasn't true. Good things can I happen mean, from that. No, really nothing good happened because of it, but still. Uh-huh. Missed opportunity mm-hmm. by that person. Right. Agreed. Everyone else that likes me likes me. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, that person was stupid. Yep. Because they're nice and they know how to lift my self-esteem. So I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. you know how terrible would it be like if I like if you're like dating somebody and you're like telling them your traumatic like high school like dating experience which okay non-existent <laughs> um and and they're like oh yeah makes sense <laughs> yeah I could see yeah, that that's, yeah that's not the right answer yeah you don't that you don't want that answer. you don't yeah. want that I mean yeah. it's nice if someone like relates to you like yeah. oh yeah same you know blah 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 but yeah like you don't you don't want to be like yeah mm-hmm, yeah it mm-hmm. makes sense you're you're yeah. a terrifying troll. <laughs> you know, whatever. But I like trolls, so I'm with you. <laughs> and it's just like, thanks, I am a troll. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, why we're having so many tangents I don't already. Know. Wait, wait. You never explained why. Like, wait, you, what does this have to do with, like, seeing your crush? What does seeing your crush and stuff have to do with the show? Oh, being embarrassed. Like, oh, he's oh. so embarrassed. Oh, well, yeah. I was curious if people were ever this embarrassed that they needed to hide this. Oh, like like something, something about them. And yeah, okay. Because like... he's like running away from Martin and Fraser, who should just 
they don't care. Right. And then um, she sees this other, like, woman that's, yeah. like... Mitzi Gill. Yeah, okay, so Frazier says this thing, and we know this isn't true. Yeah. Like, what kind of person judges you by the sort of car you drive? Yeah. Frazier yeah. does. Frazier does. So does Niles. They right. both do. Oh, and we get it. That's why Niles is acting this way, because yeah. he knows people do that right but i feel like yeah niall or frazier seems way more redeemed in these episodes yeah absolutely and like, like this is what you want because you want a therapist that is like yes people do not judge people on these petty things and they right. do not matter right but it doesn't matter he actually like causes like a three-car accident uh-huh. like ducking in his car yeah. to hide from this person yep and then i like that he calls mark he's like saying like help uh-huh. dad you need to come here and and martin's all like concerned uh-huh. and then he's just like no you have to pretend that this is your car and then he's just <laughs> like oh my gosh and then yeah. and it's and it's fair yeah because he's being so petty and ridiculous yeah he is being pretty ridiculous so, oh did, we didn't actually explain so the issue is that like maris repossessed his car oh yeah yeah and like I he doesn't have, have that in my notes yeah, yeah. That's why, like, he doesn't have, he lost, after the last episode, you know, he basically doesn't have any money Can for anything. Can a person repossess your car? I, I guess if it belongs to if them. If it belongs to them. If it's, like, in their name. I don't know how that works. Yeah, it would have to. Because, like, if she bought the car for him, mm-hmm. and it's in her name, I'm guessing she can just legally take it back. I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. If it was more... Because of Maris, his car got repossessed. Yeah. That that makes more sense to me than Maris repossessed the car. But yeah. But I guess we don't really also know, yeah, whose name things are in or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So. So we're at Niles's apartment, uh-huh. and he's talking about his shoulder hurting. Yeah. Because he's been parallel parking all week with no power steering. I don't uh-huh. know what power steering is. Uh, so power steering. I don't drive. So power steering is basically like when when you turn when you turn the wheel, the yeah. car aids you in turning, rotating the actual wheels, like as oh. opposed to like you have to physically pull hard enough to rotate the tires. I wonder when this became like common in cars. I feel like all cars have power steering now, but maybe that's not true. I feel like most do. Like, like if, if I'm not all. I'm thinking about like cars in the 80s. Yeah. Like, did they have power steering? I think some did. There were plenty that didn't. I wanna, and, I'm going to ask my mom this because... And I feel like it's harder to turn when you're like stopped or moving slowly because mm-hmm. of the fact that like it's the rotation can help you rotate turn it when yeah yeah but like if you're just stopped it's harder so when you're parallel parking that's interesting it would have been harder to do i like that he also apologizes for his place like being a mess because he had to like cut down his cleaning lady Mm -hmm. just cut her down (laughs) so that she just didn't want to show up anymore right like that makes sense no he he couldn't like afford to pay for her to come every day of the week so now she only comes two times yeah which um yes please i would yeah yeah one time a week that would be great (laughs) yep it's like we don't do any dishes we're like just eating like out of pots yep so Uh, the cleaning person can come and like just clean all of it we can't we have to just like get food out (laughs) and it's just like oh i see that you have a lot of work for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's like yes we do we sure do yeah i don't i would never do that because i'd be the person who's like oh the cleaning lady's coming so i had to clean up like get a tidy up yeah Uh, (laughs) 
I would only. I think you'd learn. I think you'd like get used to it. I mean, the only thing would be is that I want somebody to like wipe down the the counters. I'm not looking for a cleaning lady, Mm -hmm. but I I, like doing the dishes would be like one of the things because we don't have a dishwasher. Right. Which and is, even if we had a dishwasher, it would still be nice to have, like, somebody come in here and just, like, sweep. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of little things that, like, they don't, just living, like, there's a lot of little things that build up that, like... like dusting. Like, yeah. I can't dust all the time. Like, even, right. like, you know, you just can't. And right. when you have a cat, it's like you have... And Gigi doesn't shed a lot, right? Mm. But I don't... It's the summer. Gigi's shedding. Gigi's the main coon, and it's summertime, and it's what? very. She wonky. doesn't shed like little individual hairs like most cats. It's like these big kind of yeah, yeah. like fuzz balls that aren't. They're like different. Yeah. So she she spends a lot of the day sleeping on my side of the bed, and at night when I go to bed, I wipe up a like a, like a little blanket of cat hair. Just put a towel on your side. That is where she used to be there's essentially like a layer of it there's just a whole other cat left essentially in her place. yeah yeah no she sheds plenty she just doesn't move a lot and during the day so it, it tends to stay well, she localized does all her crazy running around when you're not at home that's true because dave has never seen her antics apparently <laughs> i haven't seen it as much as you that is true i don't know what's going on because half the time i'm on my computer and she's like no one's looking at me i'm gonna go crazy and then uh-huh. i'm just like what's going on and then she's like hmm, nothing <laughs> nothing weird at all is mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. just uh, fine yeah but you know who isn't fine niles yeah so <laughs> so they're talking about like how a lot of his accounts are frozen because yeah. of Maris and that so Fraser suggests that they make a list of his expenses. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, Martin is getting um Niles some aspirin yeah. for his shoulder. Yep. I will say there's a line in this that I really, really love before this happens. Okay. Where you know, Niles is talking about the accounts being frozen and he says, My salary isn't covering my even covering my legal bills. And Fraser asks, well, what did your lawyers tell you? And he says, mostly that my salary isn't covering my legal bills. And I just like, I really, I really enjoy that line a lot. I just yes. think it was pretty clever. Yeah. So they, I, I really like this whole thing where they're making the list mm-hmm. of the expenses and how much the rent, the rent is. And yeah. that's, you know, includes the building newsletter. <laughs> how much is the building newsletter? I don't know. I think he was just trying to use that as like a way to like make it seem like it was more worth it but I, this has got to be like i don't know like ten thousand dollars a month kind of place yeah i can't even not more maybe more i i honestly well, we find out mm-hmm. the real scope of niles's apartment yeah. in this episode which is okay so martin's wandering around the house knows how to use the intercom but just keeps getting lost so yeah. he keeps calling in the intercom and he says like i'm in a place with a lot of books uh-huh. and he's like oh that's the study not the library and like yeah and then he's like okay i did this and now i'm in this room with these you know rolls of paper and then we <laughs> he's talking so we get this kind of conversation with with martin with fraser saying like you need to like cut down on your expenses like you cannot you know live this way anymore and he's just like well this is my apartment this is my basic necessities here and then we get this call from from martin and he's in the gift wrapping room Uh uh-huh which is funny because that makes me think of that will and grace episode i don't know which will and grace i don't 
Well, there's definitely, like, where Will wanted a gift wrapping room because, like, Grace moves out and then he's like, oh, yeah, so maybe gift wrapping room. Oh, And that's the know. only time that I ever heard that joke, so I uh-huh. think it's funny to hear it on this. Uh-huh. That is uh, pretty funny. Also, the idea of a gift wrapping room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, actually, my mom would probably like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom is meticulous gift wrapper. Uh-huh. She she really she doesn't care necessarily. I mean, she likes attention to details, but if you kind of are not the best gift wrapper, she doesn't really say anything about it. But she likes her gifts to look like I don't know, like out of a catalog. You uh-huh. order special ordered this to be gift wrapped, and it's like the uh-huh. like a crazy pristine level of yeah wrapping. She like wears those um, suits that they wear into like. Uh, crime scenes and things so they don't bring in any outside like oh yeah like dust or, or dna or anything like the, yeah the, yeah like... she can't have any fingerprints on the like tape uh-huh. or any hairs underneath right right unlike me i'm just like putting the tape on the ground and picking up that extra grime <laughs> i think it really adds an element i'm using just like uh, a newspaper from like three years ago that it just randomly <laughs> found uh-huh yeah uh-huh. yeah that's, that's my style <laughs> um <laughs> But I just love that this is a basic necessity. Also, Martin finally gets to, like, the library uh-huh. area, I guess, or the den or the study. I don't even know what Yeah, I think it, it was the bathroom off of the study is what okay. he was looking for. So now he's at that little book c- cove up there yeah, that you can yeah. see. And and we find out he, he has a secret door in the bookcase oh my gosh i want to live in this place is so rad all i wanted awesome. was a secret door my entire life so i understand why niles does not want to like change the way he's living uh-huh because i would want to stay here too oh yeah absolutely and i love that you know um the book like that he has to touch yeah yeah, uh, yeah. mrs dalloway mm-hmm. but then the way they worded in the thing where you gotta poke to... mrs dalloway's bottom yes. yeah <laughs> it was very funny and yeah very cute yep i like mine's been here before but i guess like he had because wasn't he staying yeah he was living with niles for a while he never actually lived there he never but made he it an entire day no because oh. remember he like he the day he went there oh he got scared he got scared and came back okay so i love the when niles looks at the aspirin he's like this aspirin's expired the Martin's like well it wasn't when i found it uh-huh. and he's just like so tired yeah from the whole adventure he was on yep this is a very cute scene it's very cute uh i was trying to find luxury apartments in seattle and see what they cost i found a so this actually, in- interestingly, this kind of seems more like Fraser's apartment okay. than like Niles. So apartment. it's on three floors. No, this is only this is a it's a luxury apartment, but it's only it's only two bedrooms. It's two bedrooms, two and a half baths, and a den. It's a condo in downtown Seattle, right? Okay. It's though I guess it does have some extra things in it that Fraser's doesn't seem to have because it has like room service and what? like um virtual golf a 24-hour concierge uh, okay hold a, up we're moving uh, I'm for virtual roof, golf yeah a rooftop deck uh, uh, i think they have a rooftop access we know that from daphne yeah i think we i, I still think that that was a different she's going oh, yeah, she upstairs right, 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 at the right. end of that episode yep. please yeah so this apartment is seventy five hundred dollars a month 
$7,500 a month. Yeah. This is not three floors, which yeah, is what... Yeah, so the, I said like 10000 Yeah. So it's probably 10000 to $15,000. Yeah. And that's... Po- I mean, it's also late 90s, so it's possible... So you got to like adjust yeah, it down some, I mean, but yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... Today it would probably be fifteen at least. So maybe it was like ten thousand then. Yeah. So, so okay. So in the scene, Fraser basically says, "You got to move out of here, yeah. and you can just stay with me." Yeah. And so then we have the next section. Yeah. So I mean, we do get one important thing, which is yes. that like Niles pointing out that like this is a this is a building he's been looking at his whole life like since he was a child he wanted to be the sort yeah, of person who could live there his charlie looking up into the <laughs> uh-huh. you know wonka factory yeah exactly and like oh i can only afford one candy bar right exactly and you know that's this was his dream yeah and so, like, this is more than just him not wanting to give up, like, the luxury. It's giving up, like, his dream and how, like, it signified him not being a failure and that, like, mm-hmm. it, without Maris. Like, this is more than just... It, part of it is just that he doesn't want to give up the luxury. But, like... A, I mean, it would more to be it than that. hard to do that. Yeah. Give up a secret door in a bookcase? Yeah, that's hard to give up. I like that's your favorite. Uh It's weird. This house is so huge, but then has the smallest kitchen. It is a very small kitchen for the size of it. So small. Like, our kitchen is bigger than this kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do live in a four-story townhouse that... um, No, we don't. We really don't. It's super (laughs) I think we have a big apartment, but we live way out. We live way, way out. Yeah. We, you know, we're, we're in the bus t- town. We're in bus town. We're in bus town. We are. You know, like if we, you get, it's like you have a smaller place, the rent's higher, but you're right like there. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, it's funny because I'm thinking about prices for rent when sometimes I just love looking at like luxury apartments downtown mm-hmm. and like condos and things. And it's like. Three million for the studio loft, and it's just like okay. Yeah, yeah. If I had that, yep. I mean, because you're paying, because you're paying for the location. You're right. not paying for the space. You're just paying for the location, yeah. and it's so weird because, like, yeah, the, that's just like we're anywhere. The further kind of further you get out, yeah. So yeah, it's like when you used to go to school downtown, and like there's like this. Like, you were in a pretty small dorm room, but... Oh, that... I had one year. My last year, my dorm room was huge. Right. But I'm saying the floor that you're on, you were on at yeah. the time, is now part of a luxury set, like a luxury condo. Yeah. And you can buy that floor that's one home. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and yeah. And it's like so it's $7 like, million. Dollars. So I'm trying to think it's like one, two, three, four, maybe like eight rooms and like two like shared bathrooms and then like a common area yeah so maybe like between like eight and ten rooms like a varying sizes some were kind of small yeah and then mine was just very large for some reason yeah yeah it was you know but it was huge i mean like eight or ten like dorm Dorm rooms yeah 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 that entire floor has been converted into a single condo a single luxury condo Condo that's that's something like seven million dollars if you want to buy it right now so, and because we did not just win, 
756 million dollars in the lottery or whatever that ridiculous thing that was um we don't uh we we don't live there we were all talking about that at book club (laughs) yeah book club and yeah we were talking about like winning the lottery or something and and, yeah yeah everybody at work was talking about about it and people were asking like what would you do first and i was like oh yeah we were talking about if people would quit their job and like uh-huh. what that says about you uh-huh. and like and, and and i think like if you win 700 something dollar 700 something million dollars yeah. right you're going to quit your job because yeah. you'll put your notice in and whatever yeah. but unless you really really love your job why why yeah. would you you just wouldn't say because you if anything you could Maybe you don't love your job and you get to, like, find a different career right. or you get to open the bakery you always want right. to do or whatever. Yeah. Quitting I, your job because you won the lottery isn't stopping working forever because you won the lottery. It's stopping doing the job that you're doing because it pays your bills. Yeah. And doing and going to do the work that you yeah, want you to do. Yeah, you might want to, like, go travel the world. Yeah. There's like, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like you would unless there's there's like a reason like you love your job so you don't want to give it up right uh but what i was saying at work was when people were asking asking about that i said my answer and everybody's answer needs to be call an accountant and a lawyer well (laughs) that's the first thing you do accountant is not that much apparently i know and if you ever win the lottery, you absolutely need to get both of those things. But because... it's it's enough to be too much if you're like just kind of like one person, maybe, like or yeah. like small, like we're we're you know it's just like yeah. oh yeah, you yeah. don't make enough to get oh, a yeah, personal yeah. accountant, right, right, right. But I... it's not really that much, right? Considering, yeah, because yeah. that also came up. Yeah, all these weird things came up a book club this yeah. week. Uh, okay. I have an accounting degree, and I would still hire an accountant. Well, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, next action, please. Yeah. Nuclear family. All right. So we're at Fraser's place. Niles and Daphne are in the kitchen. We find out that Niles has been cooking every night and mm. rearranged all of everything. Yep. And then we find out about this thing I've never heard of. Yeah, Bovril. Meat paste, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I looked into it a bit, and yeah. uh, it's. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a beef paste thing that's very similar to like um, like marmite and such. So because mm-hmm. like, but you can also it seems like you can also like you use it to make like soups and stuff. But you uh-huh. can also spread it on toast uh-huh. and such. So well, that makes sense. Yeah, and um, Niles threw it out because it smelled rancid. And... I, I just like her answer was well, that's what it's supposed to smell like. It's English. <laughs> And I'm just like, well, that's obviously the joke there, right, but right. you know, sometimes things do smell bad. You're like, this smells bad, and I'm like, no, that's what it's supposed to smell like. That's the real smell of this thing. Yeah, well, especially like, don't throw it out if you don't know what it is. Oh yeah, well, of course he wouldn't like that. Well, sure. One thing I've noticed: uh, a lot of people can't seem to tell what rancid oil smells like. Yeah, I there's definitely. Oil smell, rancid oil smell. I think that you I didn't always realize. ask me. No, I know now. You know now. Yeah. I think like you don't know. It's funny because I remember making like that pie with that shortening, and I was like, "This smells off," and you're like, "No, it's fine." And I'm like, "No, this smells off," and and it's funny because I just had this conversation with somebody else, and I'm like, "No, this is not what it smells like," and it, and it's like you open up the new oil, right? And I'm just and they're like, "It smells the same." I'm like, "Your nose does not work because <laughs> this smells like nothing." Uh huh. And I don't think like my I have a great sense of smell, mm-hmm. but I 
I think if you do not know what that smells like, you kind of have to know what that smell smells like. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't say it smells the same, but that, I, but I, there's a smell that I wouldn't have recognized. I feel like like um, ten years ago, or it depends on kind of oil because like olive oil kind of has a scent, mm-hmm. and it's gonna smell different when it's rancid. But I feel like the rancid oil smell kind of always kind of smells the same. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah, but it's like some oils, like sesame oil, has a smell. Mm-hmm which I like. Yeah. It's like so delicious smelling. Yeah, each individual oil has its yeah, own smell. Yeah, but, but like canola oil doesn't have a really strong smell. No. It's almost like nothing. Yeah, but then which when is it's... the point. Because like that's why you use it in things that like the oil isn't supposed to add flavor. Yeah. It's just supposed to like carry the flavors. Mm-hmm. That's why you use something like canola oil. It's... Well, baking with Dave. <laughs> well, it's true. That's like you're not supposed to use like olive oil in baking uh, well, sometimes you are, because then you make olive oil cake. Aren't there olive oil things but, you What make? I mean is, like, a normal, like, your average, like, just sweet cake, cake is yeah. what, like, you don't use olive oil because I it adds an, a flavor that's not what you're looking for. Coconut oil would be cool in baking because it would add a coconut taste. It would. I feel like that there's a slightly different, like, chemical structure to it so you need i think you, you have, have to, to be like careful. readjust yeah you have to adjust some things but everything is like that with baking and i'm just like i don't care like dave's telling me you gotta cook differently with half and half you have to have water yep. and i'm just like what abs yeah it, it, it'll be completely wrong if you use like half oh, and half well, instead of milk and you it's don't not gonna be completely delicious that night this might be actually why my mug cakes always come out being kind of weird <laughs> Yeah, you do tend to, especially with mug cakes, like adjust things to make them like to improve on them, but in a way that like that adjustment changes the structure of how stuff bakes. Um, it's beautiful to me. <laughs> so, so yes, we find out that he threw out this this jar, the jar Bovril. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that. I think Bovril. Okay. Yeah, and then um. I mean, I know how she pronounced it on the show, but yeah. then it's making that word come out of my own face is what's difficult <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> so this is when Frazier goes off to bed and he's like drinking sherry with not using a coaster. No. Either. Which is interesting because he he's telling Martin like, oh, I can't stay up like you, dad, but, you know, mm-hmm. burning the midnight oil because I have a... Finally, we hear a mention of like Rods and Fraser like having a meeting with a potential employer. Yeah. Uh, but Martin fell asleep. Yeah. And I like that he wakes up and he's like, oh, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I'll use a coaster. And I'm yeah. like, Fraser isn't even using a coaster. Yeah. Though Fraser is drinking something that's room temperature, so there's no condensation. You need a coaster because of the condensation. Fair. Fair. <laughs> right. But sloshing. Frazier doesn't slosh. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So we find out like Martin hasn't really been sleeping well because like Niles is so fidgety in his sleep and Martin left to go use the bathroom in the middle of the night and he like made the bed for him. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? he woke up and did that? I get the impression that Niles is a very light sleeper. Yeah. And so him getting up is like caused him well, to. Well, okay. So Frazier says, like, oh, I'll take you in mm-hmm. in my room. Like, I'll take the cot. Right. And it's one of my favorite scenes of all time. It's a good so, scene. So we're in Frazier's bedroom now. Mm-hmm. Niles is in the bathroom, like, doing his like bedtime ritual. Uh-huh. Like, 
gargling and his facial peel. I like that yeah. his, like, Fraser's complaining, like, you know, it's been almost 20 minutes. And then the timer goes off. Yeah. And he's like, no, now it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. And he goes <laughs> to his bed, his, his cot, and he turns on four different machines. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do they all do? Well, okay, so one's definitely a fan. Okay, didn't we see an episode where he stayed in his room before, too, earlier? Remember? he? I thought he couldn't stay. Yeah, like he couldn't stay with Maris, and he had, like, the rose petal. Rose. I don't remember this at all. Oh, maybe this is a later episode that I'm remembering. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember this. But, yeah, because he's got, like, a fan. I think there's, like, a... It seems like there's a space heater. Um... I don't know what these other things... One is probably just a... One, I think, is just a white noise machine in yeah. addition to the machine yeah. that... I think we should get a white noise machine. We have two things that are essentially white noise machines. We I have know, an but air I want to get one with sounds. Yeah, so I love that he can't sleep because the sound of the rain is going to keep him up, which yeah. I love the sound of the oh, rain. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But he does, too, apparently. Just not the real sound of uh-huh. rain, which goes to close the window. Mm-hmm. And then he turns on the Brazilian rainforest sound uh-huh. that has the loudest bird yeah. noise out of nowhere. This would startle <laughs> so, Dave okay. so much. So here's the thing. I actually used to have a tape of like of like of like four like birds. It was like a like it was rain and there were birds like mm-hmm. and I would listen to it to like fall asleep. But it took me a while to get used to ha- to like playing it. Mm-hmm. And about halfway through this tape, suddenly it sounds like an entire flock of birds gets startled. So that suddenly there's just this, like, mm-hmm. of, like, the, all these wings fluttering. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, almost asleep the first time I heard this. And it scared me so bad. I was, like, wide awake because, like, there's suddenly this significantly louder mm-hmm. thing. I was, like... Why would they include this in this tape? Like, so just this would be relaxing, it. maybe if you were just relaxing and not trying to fall asleep. Yeah, like it would have been startling that first time, but it would have been a different reaction than like yeah. you try, like your body, like kind of your brain shutting off. And... Yeah. Another thing I used to listen to when I slept is the 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 original soundtrack from the movie um, The Virgin Suicides, mm-hmm. which is by it's all songs by Air. Which people who are listening don't know. They're like a, fr- like a French. Um, like they're like French. They're a French electronic <laughs> band that does a lot of like really relaxing music mm-hmm. in general. Which, like I, I slept great listening to that CD, except for the one time that I didn't fall asleep before the last track, mm-hmm. which was they took narration from the movie, <laughs> but then like distorted it and turned the pitch down real deep so it's like everyone put the demise of our neighborhood to the suicide of the lisbon girls and i'm like what is happening what is happening in this like my bedroom right now like it's just had you never heard that song before i like i guess for some reason i like it didn't occur to me that it would be it was like the second time i had listened to the to the cd and yeah it just like it was so disturbing to hear in like the like pitch black dorm room that I was in at the time. Like, but did half you have asleep. a roommate? I did, and he he thought it was great to listen to while sleeping too. Until he also heard that track. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I used to listen to um, 
the Pisces Iscariot like album, like uh-huh. B side. It's sort of like after Siamese Dream came out. Mm-hmm. It's Smashing Pumpkins album, if you don't know. I used to listen to it a lot, and there's definitely this one song that is just a way louder or more <laughs> like fast than the other ones. And uh-huh. it, it would be, I feel like I fall asleep all the time, and like I'd wake up and I'd be like, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, w- it would startle me awake sometimes, but I. There's also one song on it that makes me feel, like, weird. Like, weird how? Like, it makes me feel like, I don't know, like, I'm made out of Laffy Taffy <laughs> and, like, being stretched and pulled and weird, like... Uh-huh. Like, it makes my mind... I'm assuming, like, this is what it feels like to be on, like, some brain-altering drug uh-huh. that makes it feel like you're going really slow. Uh-huh. Was were you listening? Was it on headphones or just on a speaker? No. How do you sleep? How do people, Some people sleep, sleep with, with head- headphones? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but you know me. If I slept with headphones, one, they would be broken when I woke up. <laughs> that is true. Two, I just couldn't. I just can't. So okay, I'm curious where the like stereo or whatever was. No, it doesn't matter. Even now, when I listen to it, it makes me feel weird. Okay. Because the reason I'm asking is because I went, I was wondering if maybe it does a thing where like the balance shifts from like left to right. Yes, so, I think it does yeah. do that. But I've never listened to that song. I I don't remember if I've ever listened to that song in headphones. I'm sure I have, uh-huh. but I think it does do that thing like left and right uh-huh. thing. Because if it does that and you're like somewhere where you're between them, then no, it would it affect your balance. No, because it was like a little boombox. Right, but I was thinking if the boombox was like at your head on your headboard or something then on my you, headboard no i, I don't, don't even know if i had one or like your nightstand facing your face no it was on it was across the room for me at uh, that point i think i was sleeping on a couch at okay. that point I, I think it would still like the, the there'd still be like a weird distortion of the like sound waves yeah i like, think that's what it is i actually totally think that's what it is okay so I just love this whole scene. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, he's trying, Niles is trying to offer, like, Fraser like, breathing exercises, uh-huh. like, if he's going to feel stressed for his, like, interview tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I just want some sleep. And then he's doing the breathing exercises and, uh-huh. like, just driving him insane. Yeah. And then the lights go off because uh-huh. he's like, oh, you blew a fuse, obviously. Yeah. And then, like, what does Fraser do? Like, punch him? I'm not really sure. He does something violent. That I don't him. know. This uh-huh. is a rage monster yeah. like Frasier that we don't like yeah. so I, w- I wanna um, I will say this is partially Frasier's fault like because it's no one's fault no the like the Frasier being kept up the night before his interview thing oh yeah yeah which is he was told by Martin how difficult it is to sleep with Niles in the room and he, he decided to show some compassion right. so you move him in tomorrow when you don't have to be up super early. They should just make him sleep on the couch. Yeah, I mean, I get why you don't. But, like, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to... If you know someone has habits that are keeping somebody else awake and you have to be get enough sleep tomorrow specifically, you don't switch tonight. I, I'm... Wow, well, I guess. I guess. I he's guess. already been there two weeks. Disagree. It's been... He's already been sleeping with Martin for two Disagree. weeks. Disagree. <laughs> well... You're going to sleep through your interview. Yeah. Spoiler, because for the next scene. So I like the name of this because it's called The Late Show. Uh-huh. Um, and they're in one of my favorite places on the love boat. The elevator. Okay. 
Nope, neither. we both went a different place. Yep. Uh, Kevin and Rosa. Uh So, yeah, so Roz is here and Frazier is not. No. And she's trying to make all the excuses for why he's late, Mm -hmm. including using the person that's going to interview her's phone to... Make a fake call to find out that he's in the like hospital, and yeah. like this th- this guy's like hanging on every word she's saying, like yeah, oh, yeah. oh, and then Fraser like runs in, and, yep, and then he's gone. Like, yeah, he's like I have another appointment. Yeah, well, Are there's you- another thing that happens here though. It's subtle. She because she says he's probably got the wrong address. I should have picked a place where he's been before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then and when then- Fraser runs in, he orders his so usual. usual? Yeah, yeah, you got to coordinate your lies. Also, if she had just called his actual cell phone and done that, he might have figured out not to go in. Like, if you made, she'd made an actual phone call to Fraser. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're at the emergency room? Well, they didn't make a very good impression on Dr. Draper. And, um,. Then we hear about, like, how he couldn't sleep. Right. And he slept through his alarm. Mm -hmm. And then we also find out that not only was Roz doing a little lie, Uh so was Niles. Yeah. Because Niles wasn't uh, looking for apartments for the past couple weeks. Nope. Um, or we don't know. At yeah, least at he least wasn't, not yesterday. Yeah, because he was at the uh, movie seeing mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia yeah. with a seat cushion. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's, I like that Frazier's just like, well, how do you know it was him? And it was just like, please, I know like Niles when yeah. I see him. He has he has a seat cushion. Yeah, it's funny. So my thinking is that like, like apartment hunting is difficult. And but like you can only see so many things in a single day. And it wouldn't be... Well, a... He should still be doing therapy, too. Like, isn't he still doing uh, yeah. his business? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I wasn't even thinking about like, that. Like, even, uh, even if he's not, like... Like, I know, like, when you're, like, probably your own practice, like, you can have some unorthodox, like, hours. Like, maybe right. you don't show in because your first right. appointment is until 2. Or, yeah. like, you have a three-hour lunch break or something. You know, like, you can kind right. of... But... Yeah, I, I didn't know. even think about that. I was thinking that, like, because I was thinking the point was, so I guess this, this is even more significant because picking Lawrence of Arabia specifically. Is it, it really long? It's a very long movie. Like, I think it's like three and a half hours or something. It's okay. a very long movie. So I'm thinking eight hours. So that's a different length. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a very long movie. And so I was thinking that's a significant portion of your day, but there's mm-hmm. still more enough of the day to see some apartments. But I realized, like, no, not if you have so a job. So did you notice... Which he still does. Did you notice when Niles walks in in the background? I didn't know. Really? Yeah. I, didn't I just like knew it was him. Like I, I was like, oh, Niles just walks in. Yeah. I, and then like Roz is like, why don't you ask your brother? He's right there. Uh-huh. I don't. That That's a, that was a good Roz. No, was, shh. We, we all know it wasn't. But I just, I was so proud of myself because I was like, wait a second, didn't Niles just walk in? Did uh-huh. they have him walk in the scene and he's not in it? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. And he walked into the scene. Two people walked into the scene and one person walked out of it. Okay. You Two know, people walked shush, out of it. It was okay. It was acceptable because they didn't walk in the scene like, hey, what's up? I'm Niles. I, like everyone walks in and they're mm-hmm. just like doing mm-hmm. a salute. And, uh-huh. and they're like, yes, I just got off my yacht. Uh-huh. 
Because I don't know. Because he was tipping his hat. And it, he, he doesn't yeah. wear hats. But he Which might wear it if, if he was a captain of a boat, he might. Uh huh. Because we were talking about, I was talking about how the scene was on the love boat, you see. Right, right, right. So there we go. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle here <laughs> at TGFRK slash Fraser Podcast slash whatever this is right now. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what this is right now, but it's fine. So Fraser's asking Niles about his. How things went yesterday yes. with the apartment. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like this a lot. Yeah, because he's trying to say like, "Oh, I saw the whole waterfront," and and Fraser's like, "Oh, did you see the one on uh, Crawford and Pike, uh, white with blue trim, right next to the market? Couple flags out front." And, uh, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it looks nice on the outside, completely unsuitable for living," which it is because it's a Chevron station. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, gotcha. Gotcha. I, li- I like that how he only went once and he's just so frustrated because it's like he can't find anything tolerable in his price range. Yeah. It's barely tolerable having a price range to begin with, you know? And uh-huh. I I love that. Again, imagine that world. Like, imagine that kind of a life where, like, you don't even have to have a price range for an I apartment. I'm. It would be weird. You'd have to have like a personal accountant because you would probably mm-hmm. just not think about money in that way. Right. Some people do. Like yeah. some people would because it's just like, like I'm saying in my, my personality is just being very like frugal, but like mm-hmm. some things I'm just like, whatever, spend all the money on. So uh-huh. I think like I would need somebody to be like, you know, you can't buy $800 in lipsticks this month. Or a Noel Coward antique decorative pen which is we i don't think we talked about it but niles had bought that mm-hmm. while talking about how he doesn't have enough money yeah he went and bought it i don't even know pen. who that is i think author? he no um he wrote um songs he's a he's a songwriter um i think he wrote musicals is he an author no he wrote wrote songs dot, he's a songwriter dot, which isn't dot, an dot, author. Dot, 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 dot. i mean a composer um a music producer is he like calvin harris is he like Major Laser? So he's a playwright, composer, director, actor, and singer. So he's definitely a writer. A yes. play writer. But I feel like author implies writing of books. I'm sure th- if you're all those things, you might just throw an author in there. Everyone acts like, oh yeah, anyone can write a book. And anyone practically does. <laughs> and and that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. I I to your better. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh it got dark there it did get dark it got dark it wasn't even me d why would you allow the that person to just take over the podcast i don't know right i don't know i, I wasn't weird. thinking we, you weren't thinking no were, we, were you even paying attention how did they get into the bus <laughs> how did they even get uh, in it's a bus anybody can get on oh, yeah, at any stop. stops yeah. yeah um i got a bagel <laughs> i'm back now I just went and got a bagel in the middle of a podcast. Well, um, I've been gone a while, like a long time. Uh, um, but I'm back now, so <laughs> yeah. so I love that Niles wants to just stay there. Yeah, like what, he's just like, well, I don't need to like rush. I can stay there, and yeah. like I love that on his shopping list he put this like wine. Yeah, and Fraser's just like, well, that's not even a drinkable for two years. <laughs> yeah. And why wouldn't Niles want to live at Fraser's? He gets to stay with a delightful Daphne mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Martin, who he can't stand. <laughs> right. 
like and there's eddie and there's the eddie in the background yep exactly uh, the dog sounded so much bigger than eddie now that was just a recording of eddie that's okay. all it is <laughs> so fraser's gonna take niles around today they're gonna go look at some places yep, like yep, it's gonna yep, happen yep. Uh, okay so the next section mm-hmm. they're they're in a place yeah they are We've, this place has got a rec room it sure does. It sure does. And a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to see the place. They're yeah. going to see the actual apartment. Yeah. Which Fraser's like, reaction to it is just really funny because you mm-hmm. can tell he doesn't want to, like, insult anyone. But yeah. also, like, not discourage, like, Niles. Right. By, by saying, like, it's magnificent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, then- I also love that, like... Niles is, like, ready to go before they've even opened the door. And to get an idea of what this place is actually like, uh, Frazier tells him to, like, that we, we should go in because Frank was so nice to, like, put on pants so he could show it to us. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's the Shangri-La. It is. So he one of the problems that he was having was he's subletting his place into Montana, mm-hmm. so he needs a furnished apartment. So this place is furnished. Yeah. As we see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Frank says it's a very popular with bachelors like yourself. Uh-huh. You can just tell what kind of bachelor Niles is. Uh-huh. And don't worry, it's got that bedroom closet that everyone loves. This is so Three's Company to me. I Everybody's got their own room in Three's Company. No, but someone has a bedroom that has a pull-down thing. Oh. Don't the don't the ropers? Does somebody have that? I don't know. I don't remember Three's Company really. I feel like really. somebody did on Three's Company. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe you it can It just help. seems super 70s to me. <laughs> yeah, so we find that, like, the previous, like, person, tenant that lived here left a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, hit the four toaster, that four, four slot. Slice. Yeah. Yeah. Slot toaster. So you can make a club sandwich and have one <laughs> left over for a guest. Uh-huh. And then the, you know, the bedroom closet still has the sheets on it. Uh-huh. You know, not to mention all the clothes still in the closet, the actual yep. closet. Yeah. Yeah. Some interesting clothes in there. Yep. And, and I, I love the Fraser's like, well, didn't he leave a forwarding address? Uh-huh. And oh. oh, my gosh, I really love how subtle this. I mean, this is very sad and tragic, but I think this is done very very mm-hmm. funny in the show he was just like well he left a note but no forwarding address yeah. no yeah. and i'm just like oh my gosh this is so terrible <laughs> yeah yep. and and it is it is very funny and done like in a very like uh, funny kind of way yeah also like this actor appears in a lot of different like things as like quick like one-time bit mm-hmm. things and and i like i feel like i haven't seen him in something in a long time I guess you should figure out who this person is. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I feel you like he should have been TV. in more. Like, I feel like he never really appeared, like, became, like, a, the main actor mm-hmm. in men, in anything that mm-hmm. I ever saw. And I feel like he has the, like, ability and, and like, comedy chops mm-hmm. to have done that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think it's interesting that, like, I never really saw him. Well, you need because. to research him. I do. I do. So he sort Frank sort of leaves them alone to like mm-hmm. look over the place yeah and Frazier's big thing is just like you need to learn to adapt yeah you know because Niles does not want to live here mm-hmm. and really who can blame him yeah 
and uh niles is just like well i don't i don't want to adapt it you know i just want to go home yeah and the fraser's just like you are home yeah like this is like somehow they have to settle for this yeah like he wants to like look for more apartments and he's just like no you you just this is it this is like your last shot this is where you're gonna say i'm like i don't know i guess fraser just doesn't i don't know like the thing is like he has been okay so he's been staying with fraser for two weeks now and was pretending to have been looking at apartments that entire time i feel like now if like they look at this place this afternoon mm-hmm. he's got to, like he could probably look at other places because if it was understandable that he would take two um, weeks let's go to the next scene okay, okay so we're at fraser's apartment fraser's uh doing some wine tasting mm-hmm. and that then we find out from Daphne that Niles called and he's not going to even show up for the wine club yeah. that night. Yep. And we also find out, I did wonder about this. Uh-huh. So I'm glad that they mentioned this because Niles' bird baby mm-hmm. yeah. was was staying with them as well. Yep. And apparently Eddie saw like a pigeon like uh-huh. on the balcony. Uh-huh. This and is Eddie so w- went and barked at it. And, yeah. Uh, Fraser's like, yeah, that's like what he always does. And Daphne was like, no, 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 no. It's it's like he, his bark was different. Like, you're, you're not my bird. Where's my bird? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was silly and sad at the same time. <laughs> identify. Yeah. Identify with yeah. that. I lo- yeah, I love. This is a very good Daphne moment. This is a very Daphne moment, and I love it. I yeah. think it's real good. And I feel like if you have pets, mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah. I feel like maybe he was, really was barking differently. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. I noticed different things with Gigi. Mm-hmm. Maybe not other people would know. Because I know me a Gigi. Yep. So Fraser starts feeling really guilty for, like, sort of maybe pushing Niles out before he was ready to leave. Yeah. And, like... And also for buying that Noel Coward pen. Yes. As soon as Niles returned it, he that's went and bought so, it. That's so ham. Yeah. And then... I love that as soon as he, Fraser says where he's staying at now. Yeah. Like Martin goes, oh yeah, Duke, Duke stayed there when he got divorced. That's my kind of place. Yeah. And then he's just like, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. It is good. Like, it, I do love that because Fraser's like almost ready to accept like, it's fine. Like, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Like okay. Martin's like, you know, it's fine. You, mm-hmm. you gave him the push that he needed. Yeah. Yeah. And- and he, yeah, he's ready. He's there. He's okay. It's okay. Right up till he finds out that Martin loves it. And yeah. It's like, no, it's not okay. It's yeah. obviously not okay. So then we're back at the Sh- Shangri-La. Mm-hmm. Niles and- is borrowing some shirts from Gary. Yeah. He- <laughs> I love how he's dressed. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Fraser and Martin are at the door. He shows up wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. They want to go out to a nice meal. Uh-huh. And, uh, but, you know, he's busy. Yeah. He's got a ping pong tournament with Jimbo. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Oh, I, I so I loved this entire line because it was such a like combination of words that I feel like any one of them normally Niles wouldn't even be able to hear yes. without mocking. So saying a ping pong tournament, rumpus room, Jimbo, and also he mentions wine coolers. Like yes. all of these like, things combined. Thirsty, help yourself to some wine coolers. Like, I got my welcome basket. Uh huh. I just I love like. I just love that there's a, all these different things that you know he could never have heard somebody else he's say. He's adjusting so well. Is he, though? 
easy though. Well, you know, some people from D building are coming over and they're bringing over a six foot sub party sub. <laughs> Yay! And free pinball. Yes. Sweet. I want to move in. Honestly, <laughs> this sounds like my kind of place. It does sound pretty awesome. Like uh, at any moment, somebody might just show up with a party sub. Yes. Thank please. you. Absolutely. I love ping pong. Uh huh. I wish I would play with Jimbo. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd be a good ping pong partner. Uh huh. I haven't played. I don't know how you play time. partner ping pong. Like I it's have a big table, big table. Is it a bigger table? You're asking me like somehow uh, I don't know. I'm an expert. Well, you answered so quickly. I assumed. Oh you yeah, knew. I am. Yes, yeah. it's a bigger table. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You play I mean, on a regulation know... uh, tennis court. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that's a thing. Like they do. Uh, like I know, like partner ping pong is a thing. I just mm-hmm. like. I would have a lot of trouble, I think, like just like being able to coordinate with somebody on a table that small. Yeah. Is all. You have a trouble coordinating with people in a big area, though. Exactly you're my a little, point. A little fl- flaily. Uh, that's exactly my point. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's fine when we dance. If, if we practice our dances together, we're okay. Uh huh. Like when Dave and I play this video game called Just Dance, and mm-hmm. there's partner dances. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a little dangerous. Sometimes, yeah. If but, we don't know it yeah. well, yes, it can be dangerous. For both of us. <laughs> uh-huh. Usually me. Definitely me. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. um, anyways, Razor's just like, this is a cry for help. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we need to say something. And then, and then, so Niles sorts of admits, like, yes, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. After Though, he sits in that yeah. recliner. He looks so happy in that recliner. He did. And then, but I love that he doesn't put the recliner down. He just crawls yeah. over the side like he doesn't even know how to get out of yep. it. Yeah. It's so good. And then he good. calls Maris mm-hmm. and they're all trying to talk him out of it. And then yeah. he realizes that he can't even commit to that because he yeah. doesn't want to be with Maris. Right. But I love, I love that that scene when he's preparing to call because of the way it sort of devolves into um like martin trying to talk down somebody with a gun because mm-hmm. he's basically like no put it down put it on the ground you don't know what you're doing put it on the ground kick it over to me like it's very oh, yeah, much like yeah. a typical like scene of somebody oh, yeah, swinging so a gun good. around yeah, yeah yeah um but it's not a gun it's the phone with maris's phone right, number right. Plug- uh, plugged into it so like i thought that was like it was subtle but it was done well yeah I thought. so they sort of like celebrate him sort of being free yeah with some wine cooler that they pour so, in i don't think it is wine cooler i'm not okay. sure what it is because he pours uh, like because Mar- yeah martin grabs three glasses and pours the amount into a bottom of a glass that would essentially be like a, a shot. whiskey yeah so I, th- I feel like it's whiskey or something but okay. where it comes from i don't know because the only thing we hear about is the wine cooler well he grabbed you see something on the he sees yeah, something i could on never the see what it, i couldn't see what it was i thought it was a wine cooler it's like pink but what's in the bottom of this glass is like dark brown no it's not it's it pink. is I was no looking. no it is. no all right we gotta go to it we gotta look down we literally seconds from now we're gonna have a section about drinks to say what they drink okay fine okay why while dave's looking that up i want to like talk about like he gives him the house he's gonna sign the lease and make it you know he's staying here at mm-hmm. shangri-la mm-hmm. He's, he's signing the lease when he gives uh Ni- fraser gives him the pen 
which I think is really sweet. It is. And then they're going to go to the restaurant. Yeah, because they're going go to go to the Cigar Volant. Yeah, yep. I yep, love that. Still going there. And then I love that Martin, he doesn't complain. He just says, I need a jacket. And then right. they go to get a jacket from Gary, which are they going to let him in with that jacket? I mean, if technically he just needs a jacket. But I love that Martin just loves it. Uh-huh. And he loves that place. He's like, I love this place. I just love I just love his enthusiasm for it. Uh-huh. Oh, and then like the end scene, which I didn't even write down. Oh, you didn't write down what happens? No, it? I know what happens where okay. he has the like violin. And yeah, it's he's, like a like, statue of a violin. Yeah, and he's like trying to find the perfect place to put it, but there's no perfect place. Yeah. Because he just puts it right back in the box. He's just like, nope. Yeah, well, what I kind of love about it is that, like, he gets that look of inspiration on his face, Mm -hmm. like he's found it. Like, there's the place. I'm going to go put it there. And that place is the box he took it out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there's, like, a wine bottle Yeah, 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 I see it. Okay, so it's that bottle there. That's not what a wine cooler looks like. Oh, yeah, that looks like Maker's Mark or something. Yeah, but it's got a cork in it, I think. Or, no, maybe not. It's hard to tell because it's very similar color to the tile behind it. Yeah, I think it's whiskey. You're right. Yep. Okay. Dave is right. It's whiskey. I'm not sure what brand it is, but it's, it, yeah, it's definitely some kind of whiskey. Plus, it just doesn't make any sense. That's not how you drink wine cooler. Like, you don't put, a, like, a splash of it at the bottom of a glass. Um, have you had a wine cooler? That kind of gross. I'm saying, if you're going to drink one, you're not going to drink a shot's worth at the bottom of a glass I, in a toast. I, I, well, what are you going to drink it at the top of the glass? That's just where it goes normally. <laughs> That's a fair point. All right. So, speaking of drinks, mm-hmm. let's talk about those drinks. So, there is some sherry. Fraser's usual, which appears to be a latte. There's the red wine he's doing the tasting mm-hmm. of. Uh, to, like, prepare for the tasting he's going to do at wine club, I guess. Some wine coolers and then that whiskey shot. Well, what about... Oh, you didn't mention the, like, 1993... Oh, right. I meant to put that... Wine. Uh, yeah. Uh, that technically is mentioned. It's it is never, mentioned, no one, yeah. You can't drink it for two years. Yeah. Well, because, like, so I looked that that winery up, mm-hmm. and they and on the site, when you find look up, they only have, like, three types of wine listed, and one of the ones... It says, like, it's best, uh, it, it continues to improve with age, best if, if drunk after, like, 40 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine you buy one of those for your kid that's born? You're like, mm. uh-huh. you know, you give it to them when they turn 21. They're like, yeah, you can't drink this till you're 40. <laughs> that kid is going to drink that immediately. He is not going well, to it's gonna be aged at least 20 21 yeah, yeah, years yeah. then at that yeah. point uh so yeah it's a it was a bottle of 93 pichon baron we should buy some of that now because when we turn you know old we uh-huh. can enjoy it i mean you could just buy a 40 year old bottle that's so weird because that <laughs> year is like what 1977 or something yeah that doesn't seem like a good year for wine. <laughs> like, I don't know why, you know, because like the 70s in my head are like just so tacky. Like uh-huh. it, a lot of like things are just kind of tacky in the 70s. But this is like the charm of it. You know, yeah. like everything was like 
that's just how it was. And mm-hmm. and, and there's something, but it just some, seems weird by like, oh, yes, this fancy wine from 1977. Yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, A, I agree, but B, this is also a winery that's been doing this for like 180 years or something. So Wow, they've only been able to drink their wine like four times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, you know, I was going to respond to that, but yeah, you're right. That's exactly true. <laughs> they don't even know it's good. They, had, they probably just started. They started, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And then they had to wait 40 years. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even start their business. They didn't get their business license until 40 years later. And they're like, oh, it's good. So we can sell this stuff. Uh-huh. It's true. That's exactly what happened. I know. I know the history of all wine. You know, okay. That is an interesting thing, though. If you think, uh, th- now that you say that. So, if the wine is best after 40 years, or even if it takes several years to make, that means back in the 1800s, they, like, planted a vineyard. The grapes. Do they have their own vineyard? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This okay. is a, uh So, like, the, the farmers or whatever had the, like, had to plant a vineyard, grow it up, harvest it, make them like like get all the grapes up and like crush up crush up and everything. Get Lucille Ball to stomp on it. Right. And then just like wait for years before they could actually sell anything. Yep. And they had to like keep going. Like they were continuing to make it, but like they, knew it was they had good. nothing they to sell. They tasted it. But you wouldn't. Like it's sitting in the barrel, like un like not ready for years before they can sell one bottle yep that's that's wine life i know and it's kind of crazy is all like when you you think about that like you just have to like let it sit in a barrel for a long time before the first one you sell just like my issues (laughs) just i don't know i just thought it would be funny to say it sounds like a kathy like cartoon or something Uh those are my emotional baggage over there in that wine barrel (laughs) (laughs) yep i don't i don't think anyone's ever done that laugh (laughs) i don't think it's anything it'd be like "Ah." yeah or whatever i don't even dislike kathy i always liked kathy i think i just never like had any strong feelings about you didn't Kathy. understand Kathy like I didn't I, did. I didn't understand we Kathy. We were like one and the same. We both ugh, at the same time. I don't remember anything about Kathy, but I liked it at the time. Uh-huh. So we know your rating on Kathy. What is your rating on this episode? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. So many, so much rating. So I have much so rating. much rating. For okay, this. it's like ninety stars out of five. <laughs> ninety stars out of five. So a five. You give stars. it a five. Five stars. Okay. Five, but five. not stars. Not I guess stars. five. Um, uh, why didn't I write down my thing? You had to write down a thing. I uh, you give your rating. All right. You know, I am just generally yeah, really enjoy. You know, you're right. I think you're right. Five. I think I'm gonna give it. Five. I think this is our first five. It is our first five. Yeah. Uh, there are other episodes I've liked a whole bunch. I might have given a five, but we weren't doing ratings then. It's five out of five Mitzi Gills. I'd say five out of five Jimbos. <laughs> <laughs> I went with uh, Mitzi Gill instead of Gary because I thought you might pick Gary. No, I went with Jimbo. But Jimbo's good. Jimbo's good. I agree. I would, I would drink five whole wine coolers. Well, uh, I gotta go. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, wait, like go to the like, store. To the store, yeah. 
that brings us to the section we're listening uh where we respond when you uh write to us in various places you can do that which mm. are uh you can email us at fraserpod at gmail.com you can write to us on twitter at fraser podcast or you can uh write to us through facebook at facebook.com slash fraser podcast or you can go on to tgifrk.com and just go to the contact page and write to us through that and hold up i want to say that i wish there was some kind of music in the background when you said all those where you can contact us but it's sort of like the unsolved mysteries music in the background (laughs) but also with a subtle typing noise okay interesting that's what i was imagining okay so everybody should just imagine that um Imagine that that happened. Again, uh, Sean Holland has written to us again. Uh, he's helping out uh, with a little bit more some research. Some moon facts. Some, some moon facts. Because we're talking about how far away the moon was. And so Sean wrote to say that um, during the trip to the moon, it took th- about three days to get there and three to come back. And a light year is the distance light can move in a year. Do, do, you, do you know all this? I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I didn't get super technical because I realized like... In well, the I... middle of it, I could have gone on for a long time talking about all of this. Oh, really? You could prattle on about something? Wow. Uh, <laughs> too. Yeah. I, I like space stuff a whole bunch, so I could have gone into a whole lot more, and I decided to sort of cut myself off and not mm. not do that. But, but um, I mean, these are this is very concise facts. Yeah, yeah, it is. Dave would have, would have been like, he would have been like the wikipedia like uh-huh. thing and it would have been whoop, it would yep. have been the whole thing yep so we said um the moon is 238,900 miles from earth uh so they covered 80,000 miles a day on a three-day mission uh-huh. i realized that w- you read this to me out loud and i just could not see those numbers uh-huh. i am somebody that really has to like read things to like comprehend it uh-huh. because i'm just like and then I looked at it, I was like, whoa, that's so many miles that's so many in a miles. day. Like, that's so, so crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't, I mean, everything I say about space or the moon is totally made up just to be silly and goofy. Uh-huh. Except fact, for the true moon facts that you learn from the Twitter account. No. True moon facts, which are true. No, I wouldn't say that. From I, I would, though. I know, I know a lot about space, and I would say everything on the... True Moon Facts Twitter uh, is accurate. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, so don't have your lawyers contact me. <laughs> contact Dave directly. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> your moon lawyers? Oh, yeah, my moon lawyers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta have those. Yeah. The moon's the moon's one of those things where, like, nobody really understands just how far away it is. Because, like, I saw a thing where, like, if the moon was the size of... I think if the moon was, if the earth was the size of a basketball, the moon would be like, like 25 feet away. That is not a helpful, it is, it is just like, that does not help me at all. Like visualizing, I'm not very good at visualizing distance Mm -hmm. at all or or visualizing like how many people are in a room. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, 25 people. And Dave's like, no, that's like 55 people. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not good at that, which is probably why Dave's really good at those like jelly bean counting contest things and like guessing. Uh, I know yeah. you count and kind of calculate, do some math, mathiness. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm not good at that, uh-huh. but I am very good at guessing people's heights. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had, it's easier, obviously, if I'm standing next to them because I know how tall I am and I kind of know how 
certain like heights in context to how tall I am. Right. Um, but like I just guessed someone's height in a video game the other day because <laughs> I always I get so mad at people doing things in video games that don't make any sense to me. Uh huh. Like, you know, oh, I'm so super strong and can climb this thing. I'm like, you know how much strength you need to be able to lift a body yeah, or to climb up these things? We're playing Assassin's Creed, if you're yeah. curious. But I was just like, how tall is this guy? Because I want to figure out how, how much he weighs and this whole thing. And I'm yeah. like, this guy is 5'10". And I like go on the internet because everything is on the internet. And uh-huh. it's 5'10". Like, how did I know? He's in yeah. a video game. Yeah. Yeah, there's guess. no real context, but like it's all because it's all virtual, and yet you can somehow still tell. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very far away. The moon's farther away than you think. Is all so at least like ten of those Assassin's Creed guys. At least yes. Okay, cool. It is at least that. Um, <laughs> did you have anything else that you wanted to say? On what else could I say? Nothing. I've talked too much already. All right, so with that, this has been episode 607, How to Bury a Millionaire, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at SweetLime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Go!